0: You're listening to messages from the middle. This is episode number 35, Afraid to Heal. Have you noticed that people don't usually share their struggles until they're over? It's not until they've defeated their dragon and marched victoriously home that they share their story. Well, I'm not one of those people. My name is Wendy Parrish, and I am in the middle of my story. From the middle, I've learned a few things, and I would like to bring you into my story. This is the good, the struggle, the light, the dark, and the lessons learned. This is Messages from the Middle. Hello, and welcome to Messages from the Middle. I want to start by saying Happy Thanksgiving. Today is the Wednesday right before Thanksgiving 2023. I love that I'm just assuming that there's people who are going back in time and listening to this podcast. But hey, if you are, awesome. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. I am just so thrilled that you're here. One thing I would suggest is go back and listen to, I don't know if it's listed as episode one or as the trailer. It gives some background on me and on my story and why I've started this podcast. I mean, you know, all the rest of them are absolute gems, so you should probably listen to those too. But if you're short on time and you are new to the podcast, I'd recommend going back and listening to The Hero's Journey is the name of the episode. Today on the episode... I want to talk about something that has just, you know, again, the way that all of my episodes come to me, it's just something that's on my mind a lot, and then I end up researching it and thinking about it and ruminating about it and then turning it into a podcast as a way of processing. I planned to do an episode on gratitude and the power of gratitude, but I kind of already have covered that in a few other episodes, and I mean... It's the week of Thanksgiving. You're probably getting all that. But also, gratitude's really important, so keep that in mind. So once upon a time, I wrote a poem. I used to write a lot of poems. I don't write them nearly as much now, but I used to write poems like four or five a day. I thought I was actually a really good poet, which is really funny because I usually think I'm really bad at things. But I actually always thought that I was pretty good at writing poetry. And I will not read you this entire poem. It's pretty long. But it does refer to the state of my mental health. I'd say the state of my mental health a little over a year ago. And in this poem, I refer to my depression, anxiety, PTSD, all of that stuff. I refer to, I guess, basically my mental health state as a demon that I keep as a pet. And at the time that I wrote it, I didn't really think there was you know, much of a deeper meaning, like I kinda knew I meant something, a little deeper meaning to it. But it wasn't until I read it out loud that I realized that what it really meant is that I have been afraid to heal. So I've taken my depression and my other mental health issues and I'm giving it a home and I'm feeding it and I'm keeping it all nice and cozy. It kind of reminds me in Stranger Things when Dustin finds a demi dog, but it's like looks like a little lizardy thing and makes it his pet when it's actually like a evil killer animal beast thing. <laughs> D'Artagnan. It seems like an unbelievably concept that my conscious mind rejected it's like of course i want to get better why i don't want to feel like this anymore i hate feeling like this but actually i was afraid and it's a real thing there is real fear in healing there's a lot of unknowns on the other side of those walls that we use to surround our emotional and mental health fear of healing is normal so normal in fact that you may not have even noticed that you're in it. This is because healing poses a threat to your status quo. You'll have to develop a new sense of normal in the healing process, and that can stop even the most resilient people from continuing on the journey. So why are they afraid? I've thought of a few reasons. Maybe you're afraid because this is going to hurt. Maybe it's been buried for so long. Maybe the feelings are excruciating pain points. So you've pushed it deep down and say, now is not the time. Self-doubt overshadows everything. The mind starts rattling off emotions like fear and rejection. You think you're not worthy to heal. And you doubt the healing process. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that nothing works. Therapy doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I especially hear that from people who've never even tried, who've never even started. To begin the healing process, it is like taking one step into the darkness and you have no idea what's in the dark. And we've convinced ourselves that only scary things lurk in the dark. I always think, of what Gandalf says to Frodo. He says, it's a dangerous business Frodo going out at your front door. You step out onto the road and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. And we know that he is swept off to a bunch of different dangerous perilous places. But we also know that he becomes a better hobbit for it. Another reason that you are afraid to heal is because you're afraid to open up and feel all those feelings and i get it this one's a scary one i was and am afraid that once i open pandora's box i will not be able to bear what comes out and i found this to actually be true before i learned how to process emotions the truth is you have to give yourself permission to dig into those hidden and buried wounds You have to allow yourself to be vulnerable for this process to succeed. I understand that all the what-ifs and all the reasons why you can't can be paralyzing. But the truth is that by not allowing yourself to process those emotions, you're doing more harm than if you were to allow yourself to feel. It's important for me to add that you should have a trained therapist with you to help you work through and access and process the deep painful emotions. One of my therapists taught me a tool to when I took out my emotions and allowed them and processed them but if they weren't fully processed by the end of the session we put them back in a safe place until next time. I'm going to tell the truth and say I never got very good at this and I usually would have to spend the whole rest of my day kind of in a state of like numbed out shock, but this is a tool, it's available to you. And just like anything else, it just takes practice and time to master. You might believe that you actually can't face your emotions. Maybe you think that you will actually succumb to the pain, anger, or sadness and never be whole again. But I'm here to tell you that that's not true. The only way out is through. That one phrase has kept me going or got me to start going when I did not want to face the dark and scary and whatever it was ahead of me. The only way out is through. We have to take that step into the dark and scary forest to get to our heroic end. And I truthfully believe that we've got this, that we are all capable of making it through the dark and scary forest. We have the tools, we have the mentors, we have the magic within us to manage the challenges that will face us as we walk through these trials. Another reason why we're afraid to heal is because we say we don't know how, and this is a big one. This might just be my biggest one, or maybe my favorite one. I'll say, I don't know what to do. I just, I don't know what to do. I want this and I want that, but I don't know what to do. I say it all the time, and I might not be the only one. My other favorite line is, I know what to do, I just need to do it. And I always question that whenever I hear it, because I think, well, if you knew what to do, then why wouldn't you just do it? So the way we start figuring out how to know what to do is we start by asking questions. We can start simple. We can ask questions about our mental health state, about where we are right now. We can ask, what if there is something better? We can ask ourselves, what if I can do this? We ask questions like, what is the very first step that I can take right now? What is the next best thing I can do right now? We ask ourselves, what if I am exactly who I'm supposed to be right now? And I can take the first step. There's so many more questions we can ask. Questions like, what can I do to get clarity? One of my favorites is, what if you did know what to do? That question really opens up your brain and makes you think, oh, maybe I do actually know what to do or asking that what if I did know what to do, then you'd say, well, I do it. So it's like, oh, look at that. (laughs) So maybe you don't actually know and you need to go back to the beginning and ask those questions. It's important to know that you need to just stop hiding behind closed doors and suffering. It's hard to keep the mask of everything's perfect and everything's all together on the, when on the inside, You're suffering. This is how you take the step towards being the most authentic version of you. You start working, you start gaining the knowledge, and you start figuring out where you start. And finally, we are afraid because we don't know who we are if we're not defined by our mental health. As a woman who has an entire podcast based on her mental health, I feel this one pretty deeply and honestly, no one really wants to face this one, but the reality is that often we've held on tightly to the pain and anger because it's familiar. It's the cozy blanket, but it's all stinky and it has prickers in it and it used to be pink, but now it's some sort of icky, gross gray color, but we won't let go of it because it's familiar. It's the demon that we've kept as a pet. It gives our lives some clear lines that we can define and assign meaning. In other words, we're comfortable being a victim. It's a story that's very familiar and feelings that we understand. So when we heal from this, then what? What's next? Who am I? So let me ask you, wouldn't you love to find out how amazing is that person going to be on the other side of healing. So here's the good news. All of these reasons and thoughts that I've offered you are reasons that create fear of healing. And fear is an emotion and we can work with that. I'm not saying that it's easy, but anything worthwhile really doesn't come easy, (laughs) now does it? To work with and overcome this type of fear, my number one suggestion is radical acceptance. First of all, I just love that phrase, it sounds really cool, but also it encompasses one of the most powerful tools we have available to us at all times. Radical acceptance is to acknowledge situations and emotions without resisting or judging them. Look at your fear of healing as something that exists It just exists in your reality. Sometimes it helps to personify your fear, like giving it a name. I've already talked about how I've named mine, but I will suggest, you know, name it something simple like Bob. Don't strive to change or get rid of Bob. Just recognize that Bob is there. Ultimately, trying to fight or change emotions ultimately increases your anxiety and distress. I've talked about this before, but naming your emotions helps you to see that you are not your emotions. You are not your depression. You are not your anxiety. Bob is not you. Bob is someone else, something else entirely. So when fear shows up, notice it and say, well, hello, Bob, I guess we're hanging out today. Bob might just want to be acknowledged and then he'll be on his way. Or he may need to spend a little bit of time with you and want you to listen to what he's got to tell you. When this happens, you need to process this emotion, feel it, and work through it. I have done podcasts where I really talk about this in depth. I will link that in the show notes. Right now, I'll just give you a brief synopsis of what I do to process emotions. You start by taking a breath and you need to move out of your head and into your body. And I do that by following my breath into my body and starting to feel my body. I'll usually start with my chest or honestly, if it's such a strong emotion, my body will tell me where it is immediately. Other times you kind of have to search for it, but I feel like this fear, it might just be ready and available right there for you. Once you find the emotion, find as many ways to describe it, feel it, different, you know, texture, color, hot, cold, and then give it about 30 seconds and then just let it go. Another way to work through your fear of healing is to set micro goals. So sometimes thinking about this big giant end goal of like healing and it's like, I don't even know what that looks like. Cause I still say that, I don't know what it looks like. If somebody had a magic wand And could wave it and be like, Wendy, you're healed. I have no idea what that would look like. Whereas when I have a headache, I know exactly what it would feel like if somebody could wave a magic wand and get rid of my headache. So sometimes that gets really overwhelming. So think of the big end goal. I want to be healed. I want to be able to process this emotion. I don't want my nervous system to be constantly on high alert and attacking me. Whatever that is. Think about what it is. But then you need to break that big goal into little baby goals that will help you get there. Little bite-sized goals. So think about things that you know will help you in a healing process. And you can do this by you know, learning a few things. I have a podcast where I suggest like five things you can do right now. But start small. So gratitude, we know gratitude is helpful. So if you're in a very overwhelmed state, Start with gratitude, write one down a day. And then if that's too easy or as soon as that gets very, very habitual, write five. And then add to that habit. Now we add meditation. Start with five minutes a day. And then once that starts to feel comfortable, we add a few more minutes a day until we have a good meditation practice. As each habit gets more habitual, you start adding things like journaling and walking or water, sunlight cold showers, and so on. As you break down the large goals into micro goals, you make something that's big and overwhelming into something more doable. The smaller goals produce less anxiety and fear. You just need to go one micro goal at a time. It's like that. How do you eat an elephant? (laughs) One bite at a time. And finally, you need to try to find your way out of I don't know how by educating yourself on the healing process. While it can feel easy to stay uninformed, this is counterintuitive. Staying in the dark can layer a fear of the unknown on top of the fear of change. There's resources like mentalhealth.gov or the Library of Medicine's website, Medicine Plus, where you can educate yourself on the process of healing and mental health. This will offer you scientifically accurate and reliable information on disorders, medication, and treatment options. And after looking into it for yourself, you can then reach out to support groups or read books, listen to podcasts, or find a therapist. And this will give you an opportunity to learn from others who've gone through or who can help you go through the healing process. Generally, this is going to give you more confidence and comfort. Change can scare even the bravest of souls. As humans, we are creatures of habit and routine. You don't need to be afraid. Getting better is pretty cool. And you're opening up yourself to the opportunity of that life that you have always dreamed of. While the healing process may be scary and yes, even painful. Remember, growth is painful. Change is painful but nothing is as painful as staying somewhere you don't belong. And you belong in the warm glow of love, healing, and acceptance. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that this offered you some guidance and some help, and maybe opened your eyes to something that you might not have been aware of. I would really love it if you could drop me a rating and review. That really does help me out as far as getting the podcast noticed and promoted. And I would also love to hear from you. I am still excited to tell other people's stories. So if you have a story, please don't be shy. So many people reach out to me, but then they're like, no, no, I don't want to share my story. And that's great. I know not everyone is like, my life is an open book. Like I am, but it would be great if you would be willing to share your story. You can email me, it's wendy at messagesfromthemiddle.com or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at childsongbird. Again, thank you so much for being with me today and I need you to know that you are loved and that you matter no matter who you are or where you are in your story. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me in the middle of my story. My theme music is White Linen by Asher Child. He's my kid. You can find all of his amazing music on all streaming platforms. And you know, it just wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't ask you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. But seriously, it would really mean so much to me if you did. Thank you so much and see you next time.